0: Well, the other day my husband Chris looked over at me at nine o'clock in the evening and asked what I was doing. And I didn't want to tell him I was doing work because I know he would look right at me and say, Melinda, you need boundaries around work, family, time, soul care, and time with Jesus. You can't always be working. It takes away from time with me, the kids, your sleep, and your health. And that's when I realized I need help with boundaries. Knowing when to say yes and how to say no creating better disciplines around work and family, prioritizing what needs to be a priority. And so that is why this show is all about the importance of setting healthy boundaries, because I need to be better at this. I need to be better at how to live a healthy and purposeful and intentional life, loving God and loving others and loving myself with what I say yes and no to. So let's learn and grow together. That's coming up right here on See, Here Love.
1: From Crossroads Media, this is See, Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. Season 9, episode number 2.
0: You are seen, you are heard, you are
2: loved by
0: God.
2: You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved by
0: God. Okay, well that was a truth bomb right off the top. I need help. With Boundaries, I'm so glad that you're all here, that you're back. Our co-host all season, Nicole Langman, author, speaker, social worker. Sonite Litchmore, registered psychotherapist. Anu George kanjana CEO of International Mission, International Justice Mission Canada. And our special guest, Missy Fonseca, Chief People Officer at Compassion Canada, welcome. Mm, thank you, okay. good morning. Okay, are you guys ready for a boundary conversation? Ready. You gotta be honest, open, mm-hmm. Because I'm coming at you with these things. Okay, so first off, for some people who are like, what really is a boundary? Sanait, what is a boundary? What would you say?
3: I would say the most simplest definition is boundaries are like rules of engagement. So they kind of help people know this is what I need to do in order to be in relationship with Melinda. And this is what I shouldn't do to be in relationship with Anu. And so it's kind of these like rules that we, not so, so directly, but we have in place. And I think when we when we move out of relationships and into other spaces like boundaries at work, um, boundaries with our, with our time, We look at it more from like a values point. I think Mm -hmm. values connects us to, I'm sorry, boundaries connects us to our values. Okay. Okay, and so when we have boundaries, we're essentially saying this is my value and I'm gonna live in, in a way that reflects
0: the values that I believe. Okay, so knowing that, I wanna hear from each one of you a boundary or boundaries that you have put in place that might have, that could be good, that are good, but maybe they weren't, liked or good for the other person, or or the experience of it. So let's start, actually, Missy, we'll start with you. Sure. <laughs> because you're our guest, and so sure. let's talk about your relationship with spot. boundaries and what you've done as far as a boundary. Well, I am a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> and so uh,
4: boundaries, <laughs> I am learning. I still learn boundaries all the time. Um, my husband is a rock star and he always says to me, do what you want. He says it in this voice. He goes, do what you want. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, but doing what I want is, you know, I was taught was selfish or, Mm -hmm. um, um, self-indulgent. And so I'm still learning boundaries, but I'm getting better at it. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's talk about other boundaries that you've put in place. This is funny, everybody kind of feels like they're like, it's awkward or uncomfortable. I'm ready. Okay, go (laughs) ahead.
5: Um, So, boundaries are something, I I talk about boundaries all the time with clients because it is a thing that shows up in my office all the time is uh, when people are drained because of the people pleasing because we've been trained to Mm -hmm. say yes, Mm. but you know, our yes, over here is also a no to something else. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be really particular about where we put our yeses. And so, uh, as a writer, as an author, I really have decided that there's certain days of the week that I write. But not everybody sees writing as something that I should take a day off of mm-hmm. for, right? Okay. And so I have to put a boundary around that. Um, I have a bedtime. At 10 p.m., I go to bed. So if I have company over, <laughs> unless you've been excited. Oh, you're ex- one of ex- those. <laughs> it's like a night, <laughs> you can stay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mel. So, I, you know, 10 p.m. is my bedtime. I need my sleep. and so. So, people know that about me, you know, there's certain things around social media, how much time I spend on social media, it's a, it's, a, it's a vortex. How fast I respond to text, I've often thought, you know, people would, they send you a text and there's an expectation around response, but they're not going to show up at your door and be knocking on your door yeah, all the time true. expecting a response, right. yeah. so you have to have boundaries around that. So, I have decided that there are certain things, I'm not quick on the response with text, I apologize in advance, <laughs> um, my bedtime's 10pm, and this is just, these are the boundaries that I've put in place to keep myself well. And people wow. close to me know that to be true. And that has been a huge relief for me once those boundaries are in place.
0: Should we have started with her? Because yeah. then we're all like, oh, yeah. what boundaries have we done? Okay, that's really amazing. Now, can I ask this, have people pushed back on it? Oh yeah,
5: yeah, people don't like 10 p.m. bedtimes. And, uh, <laughs> And they get sometimes frustrated with the slower response with texting, but my, my priority isn't necessarily uh, the texting piece. And mm-hmm. so sometimes I can get that, oh, I didn't know that we were still in a conversation. And that passive-aggressive response, of course, flares up new inter- uh, new boundaries for me. Yeah. Um, okay. But the second part of all of that for me is an internal experience of boundaries. We talk about boundaries as external things a lot, but as therapists we talk a lot about what are your internal boundaries? How are you managing internally what's happening? What will you allow yourself to think about, feel about, indulge in? Emotionally, mm. mentally. So, having boundaries with myself where I'm not necessarily going to be drawn into maybe some of that feedback.
0: Okay, that's good. That was so good. All right, more boundaries. Yeah. Hit me with it. I mean, for
3: me, like, um, I may be a little too good at boundaries, so I think we don't talk enough about people that have really high, rigid boundaries, Mm -hmm. and so I have to do the opposite work in learning how to lower my boundaries, because if someone texts me, and I don't want to text back, I just won't do it. Like I don't feel (laughs) obligated, I don't feel a need to do this to make them happy, I I just won't do it, right? (laughs) And so I really worked hard to protect my space and my time, but I think sometimes um, I take it too far and so learning how to lower my boundaries learning how to let pe- people in because when you have high boundaries you keep people out and that's not the point of boundaries mm-hmm. the point of boundaries is not to keep people out is to be like hey th- these are my values this is what's important to me and this is how I would like you to engage in me right. but people that have high boundaries is like stay away mm-hmm. I don't like you they become okay. walls I don't want really you quick. they become right. walls yeah, yeah. Right. and I don't think it's intentional
0: um, but it's also not healthy Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can have healthy boundaries and we actually can have unhealthy boundaries. Yeah, right? Oh yeah. you can have too high I didn't know that's boundaries. a learning for me. I always thought boundaries were a good thing, but I mm-hmm. think what you're saying is that. Mm-hmm. All right, Anu. Like, I, I, you're, you're looking
2: at the worst person <laughs> to talk about boundaries. Like, this is gold standard. I needed this conversation. I should be a viewer more than a participant <laughs> in this. Uh, terrible with boundaries, simply mm. because I've always considered my personal and what I've chosen as the mission in my life, it's, it's a blur. So I've really struggled with it, but it had to change when I became a mom. Mm-hmm. The only time I've had to say no uh, with things that was mission-related was when I, there was someone waiting home for me. Mm-hmm. So I have a 24-hour rule. For any speaking engagement, which happens often, that's the maximum I would leave them without me being there. Either I take them with me or you know, I come back home Mm. to tuck them into bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But speaking about boundaries, I also wanna push the Mm -hmm. envelope a little bit um, to throw some light on people again who do not have the privilege Mm -hmm. of this boundary. Mm -hmm. Again, referring back to 50 million people who are enslaved. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the experience that I get when I go in for a rescue operation is uh, people who do not even have the privacy to use the washroom Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean what boundaries mean Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. you know you have a master who's dictating Mm -hmm. what you can eat when you can eat who you can talk to Mm -hmm. even if you can be with your husband Mm -hmm. you know that night to sleep and and i just so so having that as a context makes it really challenging Mm -hmm. for me to kind of Decide
0: what is best for me, or what it is that mm. I need to be showing up for. So I need you, women, yeah. mm. speaking. But, but, and that's mind. a good thing because there's a privilege yeah. in, in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, there's a privilege in, in where we are at, how we live, that mm-hmm. we actually have to have a conversation mm-hmm. about boundaries because living free and doing whatever we want and realizing that actually sometimes a lot of times it's actually not healthy for us yeah. mm-hmm. and we and again I don't I never thought of this but that it is a privilege mm-hmm. to have a conversation about boundaries mm-hmm. because we actually have the freedoms yeah. mm-hmm. to then realize that we we might need them mm-hmm. I and so you've been that yeah. way, but that's a good call out.
2: and also culturally right Melinda like i come from a place where we have zero boundaries like we would make breakfast here each house will have 30 dishes because that has come from other household mm-hmm. but here we make appointments and that's new to me you know no, like yeah. otherwise we make a biryani i'm like walking to the neighbor and saying <laughs> hey here's a pot not bothering to find out if they're lactose intolerant <laughs> or <if they're, laughs> it's like yes. i've made food take it right. like you know i mean and i'm learning mm-hmm. that the
0: context is different yeah. Yeah. and probably extremely rude if I was gonna be myself. Yeah, that's um, yeah. no, a good point. You know, Misty, I see you nodding your head, because I think one of the things is, as we're kind of talking, it's like, we set boundaries for ourselves, mm-hmm. but people don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that too. When you set a really healthy boundary for yourself, like a, you know, 10 o'clock, sleep time <laughs> i'm, I'm so not judging jealous. you nicole i'm, I'm so, so jealous like, <laughs> o'clock sleep time people don't like that yeah. yeah and so you know from your experience like how have you navigated that because i think that's a big thing sometimes maybe we don't do boundaries because we don't want people to not like us yeah and sometimes we don't do boundaries because we're just like oh i want to be free and flexible and i don't want you know boundaries or something for me to like stick to yes mm-hmm. but i see that you're kind of like nodding and like i you've got some experience there. Yeah, it's this
4: tension I feel because one of my values is freedom and flexibility. <laughs> so I wanna go with the flow and do what I want, but also, um, you know, boundaries are good and they're healthy, you know, to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a, a situation, um, so in 2019, I became newly widowed and it um, was devastating and, um, you know, we engaged in conversation and you said, hey, would you consider talking about grief? And before, I would have said absolutely yes, even if I didn't want to come on and talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I really had to work through it because I'm working on boundaries. And I said, I don't want to come on and talk about grief, mm-hmm. but I'll talk about boundaries if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, part of that, um, Melinda, was um, right after my um, first husband died, um, a lot of people came and they kind of did the head tilt mm-hmm. and would say, I'm sorry. And I saw that so much, it happened over and over. And um, I wanna put a caveat out there right now because um, part of the reason why I didn't wanna talk about grief is because God has brought me through this beautiful redemption story. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I knew and I met about six months after uh, my first husband Aaron died. And mm-hmm. I was in a very different place. And now I am remarried to an amazing man named Mike and I have a daughter who's 11, I have a family mm-hmm. and it's a life that I, could only have dreamed of, and so that's my that's my storyline is mm. God's redemption. Um, but related to boundaries, um, after Darren died, there was a people say really strange things. Yeah, they, they, you know, and I think they're uncomfortable and they don't know what to say, and so they just blurt things out. Mm. And so I started to create really clear boundaries with mm. people. So I wrote a letter to all of our friends and family.
2: Mm.
4: And said these are the things that I find comforting and these are the things that I don't I and wow. so um, You know, I what I don't find comforting is th- c- The cliche things that we say, mm-hmm. you know, he's in a better place. Right. He's not suffering There's a silver lining those mm-hmm. things just weren't comfortable. And so mm-hmm. I said, please don't say them to me your theological views I just don't that none of these things are comforting um, but the things that I do find comforting are this. I like it when you say his name. I like it when you share a story. You know, at the funeral, I, I had a pamphlet for people and with a letter in it. And I said, it's okay to say I don't know what to say and to just give me a hug. And so many mm. people did that. Um, I also put a caveat in there and said something like, don't talk about the blue team, but you can talk about the Red Wings. (laughs) And so when people were coming to talk to me about hockey, I had forgotten that I even had put that in there. (laughs) I was like, why are they talking to me about hockey? But people really respected them. Mm -hmm. So um, I learned a lot in that season. People will ask a lot of questions. So um, one of the things I did actually is I made notes of statements that I wanted to say, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about that. I don't think we know each other well enough to discuss that, Good. but okay. things where I didn't want to hurt people's feelings or come across as rude. Um, and I would even sometimes use my hand to say, that's not something I want to talk about, as a visual to say, this is my boundary. It's the boundary, the boundary, the this hand. The boundary. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's powerful. That's mm-hmm.
5: really powerful oh my, oh my goodness. goodness so good mm-hmm. because it really boundaries are really about teaching people how to treat us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's a beautiful example of what you did there in the most devastating season of your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's hard to put boundaries in place when we're devastated yes yeah. offensive boundaries are um, are tend to be easier to hold and put in place and you're in a defensive spot where you're like a uh, grief and sorrow and now I have to teach people mm-hmm. how to be in that moment and mm-hmm. that was brave but Thank you. really so powerful such a good reminder for us yeah, yeah. and i and i want to go back to what you
3: said about the boundary you put in place with melinda <laughs> what i yeah. what i really admired about that was that when you told her that you're you're going to talk about a but not b Um, The reasoning was because you wanted to talk about God's redemptive story, Mm -hmm. and you centered glorifying God. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget about that sometimes. I think for boundaries, it is easy to be selfish. It is Mm -hmm. easy to be like, my needs, Mm -hmm. my space, my Mm -hmm. life. Um, But as as Christians, I think it's very important that we ask ourselves, like, is this for God's glory? Mm -hmm. You know, am I loving my neighbor well when I'm setting this boundary? Mm -hmm. And then moving forward, Mm -hmm. and I really think that you did that, so I think that was a great illustration. Mm -hmm.
0: That is so good and i'm glad she did put the boundary you know and it was really good because then i had to sit and think and go okay so then she's saying no to this Mm -hmm. and then we had to work because i really wanted missy to come on i think you know missy i know that you have a lot to say and so i wanted this to happen but it's it's a hard thing because i think growing up i was taught like we love all people we're available for all people whatever people need we're there that's the way to love (laughs) well the problem is is that it is exhausting, Mm -hmm. and it has destroyed relationships, and it has broken people, and it has caused a lot of pain because everybody's been out doing stuff, and sometimes Mm -hmm. the most important people are closer, and Mm -hmm. and your own personal, like your health and well-being are being destroyed while you're helping everybody else Mm because you have no boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think, if I'm honest, like that was sort of what I learned growing up, it's just Mm -hmm you'll be available. And then if you did put a boundary, I didn't like how people reacted to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like how people were like, oh, mm-hmm. and they had this like weird look on their face. Like mm-hmm. when she says 10 o'clock, you know, sleep time. I'm <laughs> sorry. no did, did that, right I did today. that at 10 o'clock, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, But I, you know what, I didn't like how people, but what I'm hearing is really, it, 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 it makes me feel lighter to mm-hmm. say, you know what? I'm not responsible for your feeling of my healthy yeah. boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm responsible for me and what God is speaking to me to put this boundary in place, and if you don't like it, then mm-hmm. oh well. Yeah. But that's a big thing, because a lot of people don't like going, oh well, you feel you're mad at me. Nobody yeah. likes yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but the thing is
3: like the more you set boundaries the easier it is to accept someone's boundaries. Mm, but when yeah. you don't ex- when you don't set boundaries and someone else tries to set a boundary it almost like sheds light on your like shortcomings. Mm, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like yeah. right. what are you trying to say that I'm I'm not a great person because I don't have boundaries. Yeah. So then people get defensive cuz their their shame is 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 being noticed mm-hmm. and so we get yeah. yeah.
5: It's a really, that's a really good point, and I think that we spend a lot of time, um, again, going back to boundaries on other people, but what I notice too is, like, boundaries on myself, look, you know, we can be flexible with our boundaries, we don't want these rigid boundaries, um, I often say, like, um, boundaries aren't walls, um, walls keep everyone out, boundaries show them where the door is. And so it's this kind of sense of how do I also, am I having boundaries with myself? Am I being overbearing as a friend? Am I stepping Hmm. too far into something when I should be maybe like kind of holding a little bit of an outskirts? And often our boundaries are different for our center people, our people are close up people than they are for the people Mm -hmm. in the arena. But the arena has the loudest voices. And so that's often where we hear from the, the big pushback. But the people who are close up, They know, they know what they, and we can have that kind of conversation Mm -hmm. with them Mm -hmm. um, a little bit lighter, a little bit easier. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's talk about, as I'm thinking about like Jesus and his boundaries, what, I mean, it's sort of like a kind of top of mind, but if you think of Jesus and what we know of him in his life, he has some very clear boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind of one that you're just like, oh, because, again, people didn't like his boundaries. People yeah, always, didn't like yeah. how he operated a lot of the times, right? Yeah. Especially his disciples. His closest friends mm-hmm. didn't like some of his own choices and boundaries. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind is one that you're like, ooh. Mm-hmm. I'll start. Yep. They were annoyed that he napped. <laughs> they were annoyed that his, his choice was, I am now, there are so many needs of the people, I am now going to go nap. Yes. See you later. I'm going to have a nice sleep. Mm -hmm. And the boundary for him was really like, actually, I need rest and sleep and self-care. So I'm going to do it. And the disciples were like, excuse me, Jesus. (laughs) There are many people that have needs and need to be healed and need you. And he's like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm either going to go on the boat or I'm going to go under a tree and I'm going to nap. And we'll see you. That one to this day makes me like laugh and giggle. Mm -hmm. But also I'm like. That would annoy me. Because yeah. yeah. I'd stuff be like, look at all yeah. the stuff to do, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Get to it. Yeah. No. So yeah. I would be one of the disciples. I, I'll be straight up, I'd be like, mm, too much to do. But that's fascinating to me because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do. And he was like, mm-hmm. no, my choice. And, and, and the boundary I'm putting is I need to nap and rest, be well, be, be, well, be right. rejuvenated so I can go back out mm-hmm. and do that. That's it's mine. So good. Anybody else? Mm-hmm. A Jesus boundary choice. I think when he
2: chooses to just find his own space and pray mm-hmm. and say, okay, you'll you be there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to my corner to do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, for me, that is profound because he's also dealing with the reality of what is to come.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So
2: this last day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. praying and grieving and kind of connected with what you just shared, Misty, that the, the fact that you knew what you wanted Mm-hmm. because you are in the grief. Jesus was in the grief mm-hmm. at that point. Ooh, mm-hmm.
0: that's good, yeah. And he
2: called out his boundary, and he
0: mm-hmm.
2: pushed himself to that space to pray. Mm, that's good. Um, and, and, I, and, I, and, and it didn't strike me till I heard her share. I said, mm-hmm. that is profound. Mm-hmm. That is a Jesus thing to do, mm-hmm. which I need to learn. I'm doing a <laughs> terrible <laughs> job with. Uh, yep. But that's what strikes me. Mm, yeah,
0: Powerful. Yeah. So napping and prayer. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, so
3: two stories come up, but one that I'll pick is when um, the woman washed his feet mm-hmm. with the perfume, mm-hmm. right, the expensive oh. perfume. And I, what I love about all of Jesus's boundaries is that they were all for God's glory, mm-hmm. you know, where the disciples were thinking about the cost and how wasteful it was, it was like, no, this is for, God's glory. Mm-hmm. Like, she is honoring me. You know, she was, worshipped is an act of worship. Mm-hmm. And, and I just love that about Jesus' mm-hmm. acts of yeah. boundaries. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah, I'm of course, you know, you think, well, he toppled tables in the temple and he, you know, <laughs> he just like had some pretty clear, rooted in his values, of course. But he also waited for Mary in the garden mm-hmm. after he was resurrected. And that was a boundary. He had things to do, he had to go mm-hmm. meet the disciples. Yeah. He had things he had to do, and yet he waited for this woman and uh, and that, that to me just is just such a beautiful picture of you know boundaries around his time. And this was important to him to stay and wait for her. I love
0: that me- that message. Boundaries around his time. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. And again, I think if, if we're like we follow Jesus, it's like and we want to emulate and be like him, then that's actually something that's like very glaring in me mm-hmm. to actually say he actually said no to some of the greatest needs so that he could be listening to the Father, have Mm -hmm. prayer, have rest, it's good.
1: Hi, I'm Addison Espilla, one of the content producers here at See Here Love. I just wanted to take a moment to invite you to join our community called the See Here Lovelies. Here's how. Number one, sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every week, you'll get a personal note from Melinda with links to our shows, blogs, and resources, as well as inspirational content and a short devotional. You'll also be the first to know about upcoming events and giveaways. QR code is in the show description or sign up through our website at See Here Love and look for the newsletter icon. Number two, join us in studio and be part of our studio audience take a behind-the-scenes tour in our master control room, editing suites, and studio, you'll meet Melinda and the See Here Love co-hosts and guests. Email us at seeherelove at crossroads.ca for more info. And finally, number three, become a monthly partner. $25 or $50 a month will help us share our brave themes and conversations on television, here on podcasts, YouTube, video streaming, and on our social media platforms. We can't do See Here Love without donations and sponsorships. So please go to www.dot.seherelove.dot.com/slash/donate and give your one-time or monthly donation today. Become a See Here Lovely and join our See Here Love community of belonging, vulnerable and brave conversations. We are here for you.
0: Now, Misty, I know that you brought a good word for mm-hmm. scripture that you were like, "This is a good verse that will anchor us in this." In this topic, so love to read it, and then we can discuss what we think sure. about that in, in regards to boundaries. So
4: this is uh, Psalm sixty-two, five and six. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress will I run, where I will not be shaken. Oh, so, so I picked this verse because. Um, You know, when we talk about Jesus, Jesus knew who who he was and whose he was. Mm -hmm. And part of the things with boundaries and struggling to put boundaries in place is, I'm looking to please you, to say, do you like me? Even though I don't wanna do this thing, I'm gonna do it because I don't wanna disappoint you and I want you to still love me. And if I say no, you might not love me. Mm -hmm. But Jesus knew he was already loved. He knew whose he was. And so, you know, waiting before the Lord, knowing that he alone is my rock and my salvation, that he loves me before I knew him, that that's mm. that solid um, relationship and that love that says, I can uphold boundaries, appropriate boundaries, healthy boundaries, and know whose I am. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that's why I pick that.
5: No matter what, when everything else falls away, I know whose I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, my hope is in him. I really, that's it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Read that one more time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let all that
5: I am wait quietly
4: before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my
0: fortress, where I will not be shaken. Mm. My hope is in him. Mm -hmm. And that actually really speaks to what we're saying because a lot of times our hope is in others. Mm -hmm. Our hope is in others' validation of us, their adoration, their approval. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And even as Christians, we so struggle with that. It's like, let's get back to actually our hope is in in Jesus. Mm
4: -hmm. Or our accomplishments. doing right Mm -hmm.
0: the do oh yeah because we've talked a lot about on the show remember productivity equals value Mm -hmm. we live in that cultural Mm -hmm. space and we have to kind of like smash Mm -hmm. that 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 is not what you know actually value and and how god sees us and loves us Mm -hmm. any other thoughts for the scripture hope is in him he is like the rock and anchor
3: i feel almost like a, a weight lifted off my shoulders it's like i don't have to look for other people's validation because i am already validated it's like this ease you know Mm -hmm. i can just rest in him Mm -hmm. and rest in the truth of the scriptures Mm -hmm. yeah that's what came to mind for me
0: okay here is the question for the week for us and for our viewers and listeners what is the one healthy god-honoring boundary you can set for yourself this week and be honest go accepted and what about you go to bed go to bed at what time Say, that's
3: pushing. <laughs> Let, let's just start There's with a boundary. Oh, okay. <laughs> that,
0: that is Go a to sleep. Go to sleep. Okay, so go to sleep, Good boundary, okay? I'm going to stick to my
3: commitment to myself on my workout times. I'm going okay. f- to follow through on my own boundary. Okay. And I'm going to wake up in the morning when I need to... When I not only when I need to do something or go somewhere, but also to spend time with God and also for myself. Because if I have something to do or something scheduled, I'm awake at six AM, I'm at the gym, but if I have nothing scheduled, I'm I'm sleeping in. Okay. And I, I think I need to wake
0: up and spend some time with God. Okay, so we have go to sleep, work <laughs> out and wake up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So far okay, we're tracking.
5: Yeah, okay. and I'm just going to keep on, uh, keeping on with my boundaries, but I'm also going to be a really more, I love my time in the morning with the Lord, and I, I can be better at getting up at the same time and getting those, those hours in, in during the week.
0: Okay, and my One Healthy God Honorary boundary that I'm going to set for myself this week, <clears throat> I look how mm-hmm. love- loud you're looking at me like, um, finish work when I need to so I can be fully present with Chris, look at me, I'm shaking, with Chris <laughs> and my kids. Mm. So that's what I'm gonna do, right? Yeah. So we've got work boundaries, we've got sleep, workout, wake up, I and go. then, yeah, time with God. Those are amazing. Thank you. That's really good. So we're gonna keep each other accountable. I'm yeah, gonna call yeah. you guys and maybe not get texts right away. <laughs> <laughs> don't call from you. 10. And then don't no, call if you're ten. Wake <laughs> up, boundary. But thank you. Thank you so much. Misty, it was really yeah. lovely you being here and just sharing, honestly, a little bit about your story and boundaries. And we have a lot to learn about the grief mm-hmm. and, and how to be. And Nicole, Sinai, and Anu, thank you so much for just being here again and, and letting me be honest and learning from you, because I, I definitely need to learn. And to you, our viewers, thank you so much for being with us. Everything you need to know, seeherelove.com. We're gonna end with a prayer from our good friend, Beth Green, on boundaries and how you can join our community and always know you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye.
6: This is our prayer for you. Create a God. You walked with us in the garden and you set safe boundaries for us. We confess that instead of seeking out your promise and the safety of living in obedience and peace with you and one another, we run after the next shiny thing so often. We remember that the first person to name you God was a woman, a slave with no power to set boundaries and yet Hagar named you You are the God who sees me. We worship the God who sees us. Jesus, we pray for our sisters who cannot or will not set good boundaries for their lives and relationships. We know that you keep seeing us. We thank you that it does not depend on our ability to keep promises, but on yours. Your promises of love took you to the cross and your death breaks the biggest boundary of them all. When we fail, when others fail us, when we cross the line, and when we feel so far away from you, send your spirit to whisper the comfort that is needed. Speak the confidence we crave and keep us in love with Jesus so that we may in turn love all that you have made. Amen.
1: Thank you for listening to See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. We are able to do See Here Love because of these generous sponsors, Tyndale University. Melinda and I are both Tyndale alumni. Tyndale is where you will experience high quality academics interwoven with faith and a community of students and faculty that challenges you to live authentically, to follow Christ and actively engage your culture. Visit www.tyndale.ca. The Canadian Bible Society champions the Bible as the voice of God, revealing Jesus Christ, the living word. Go to www.biblesociety.ca. And finally, the International Justice Mission Canada rallies Canadians to the fight to end slavery and violence in our lifetime and prove that justice for the poor is unstoppable. Go to ijm.ca today. Please check out these amazing organizations who are doing life transforming work and who we are proud to be partnered with.